<laughs> the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that <laughs> sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. Coach's Corner was kind of like my bathroom break. I don't like to be bamboozled. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Broadscast. Um, this week, it's just me and Mallory because Georgia is uh, writing her thesis. And so you get, you get Mallory and I unsupervised. You whatever we're doing here. <laughs> Georgia's like the organized one right now. That is really true. Georgia's been like very organized lately because she's been forcing like all of her thesis stress just like into the podcast. Yeah. You've also been super organized. Like you like set up our calendar and everything. I feel like I went through a phase of being organized and then for the last three months I have done nothing. That's true. I think (laughs) that Georgia and I were like really also trying to like be like ADHD, like (laughs) trying to battle against it. So I've just given in. I'm like, I have no ability to do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the two of us. Um, we will start with highs and lows. Uh, I think we've gotten, we haven't gotten a review in, we didn't get a review this week. Um, but if you want to leave us one or send us a DM, you can. Uh, we are recording this on Wednesday November the 24th, which is Chanel's birthday. So happy birthday, Chanel, whenever this comes out. I guess that's a high. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a high, Mel? Um, not really, honestly. Uh, last week we had multiple like interviews and stuff, which was very cool. Um, Sam and Georgia did an interview for Vancouver Magazine. Oh, I, for- um, I totally forgot we did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did not, because as you know, I don't live in Vancouver. Um, oh, also, I mean, it's just a general high is that George and I, in our attempt to also get our shit together in general, we were like, I'm going to come to Vancouver. I'm going to do it. But we also actually didn't make any real plans about that. So we'll get around to it. Yeah. Um. I don't have a low this week unless you count the Canucks as a low, but then it's just like that's an ongoing perpetual low. low. <laughs> like they're so bad. Um, yeah, that's I a mean, good like, segue we can just into sports. launch into our discussion of Canucks hockey, yeah. which is they are so bad. Like, and you run out of ways to talk about how bad they are because it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I've said everything (laughs) I've said. I feel like we've said pretty much every single thing that we can about the mean bad, but like, if you wanted to know in general, like their offense is worse than it was last year when they were bad. And I mean, we're really struggling because of obviously like Pedersen's not like producing like the whole Pedersen problem, capital P is on both of that. Which is like also being like, that's not the problem. Pedersen not producing is not the problem with this team. Yeah. I mean, it's a problem. It is a problem. The defense is horrible. 
embarrassing. Um, the penalty kill is abysmal. But do you want to talk about Pedersen? I know that we've shied away from talk- talking about him after the incident, but uh, <laughs> I feel like people have been more mean to him <laughs> than the last month were. Than, than like. Look, I get it. Saying fuck Leo's Pedersen is like mean, whatever. Um, but I feel like the constant critique of Elias Pedersen is way more mean than it's a lot. Than that and one also tweet. people are talking about how he was like spending too much time on like socials or something. And now he's like doing like a social detox. He was a lot better at hockey when he was constantly on his phone. So yeah. something to consider is maybe he needs to get back on his phone. Um, That's actually a very good point. Yeah. And also they were talking about, I mean, there's been a lot of critiques in general of like talking about the room, quote unquote, and issues like going alongside it. I mean, we talk about like how we like gossiping and like talking about like the soap operas of sport because we think it's funny, but like literally all of the other actual like people who are in hockey media, that's what they love too. There's so much like gossip running around about issues in the Canucks room and obviously also if you're showing up and your team sucks and it's embarrassing when you're on the ice when you go to the locker room that's not gonna change like it's not gonna like be a happy fun environment it's I don't know why they're like there's problems in the room so-and-so is mad at so-and-so like they don't get along nobody respects like bow all of these things and it's I actually really enjoy these though because not because it's good analysis but because (laughs) like I really love when people say we talk about too much gossip on (laughs) on our show and like women's sports fans only love gossip and it's like uh speculating about who doesn't like who in the room and what their cliques are is literally the definition of gossip and you all love it like exactly they're all like people are so clicky on the team and these are the different clicks that they're in all of these things we're making these things and you're like and you're saying that we're dramatic yeah yeah but it's also it's also the other funny part about it for me is like we I feel like we've spent so much time over the last few years talking about who's good in the room and like why we paid Jay Beagle $3 million. And it's like, you brought in all these veterans to be a good example and teach these guys how to play. And all of a sudden it's like, actually they're all terrible in the room and they hate each other. So it's like, we spent all this money and they learned nothing. I I definitely stand by the thing of being like, it's not fair to like expect them to be good in the room when they're not good on the ice. Yeah. Like the whole just winners gaining friends situation. And obviously you're not, I don't think that there is like that much of an issue of not being like accountable. And I don't think there is like a huge, I don't want to be like the Canucks are like not staying like accountable and they don't think that they are the problem. But I will say that you, when you are like playing, you're not going to be like the reason that we're losing all these games is because I'm bad at hockey. (laughs) Like you're going to want to point pinpoint it on somebody else. And that's going to create like infighting, obviously. Anyway, what we really need Actually, okay, what we need is a common enemy. And this is why the Sins Uber video was so good. (laughs) (laughs) See, those guys were on a bad team, but they were getting along because they had a common enemy. That's a really good point. You need to hate your boss. 
That's a really good point. Who would be like the best common enemy for the Canucks? Hmm. I'm going to say Jim Betting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I want to say that, but I don't think that it's like enough of like a direct it's enough contact. Enough. It needs to be somebody that they're like constantly like in contact with that they can like be like catty about like everything they're doing, you know? They'd be like, oh my God, you'll never like guess what like bullshit they suggested me today. <laughs> well, take your suggestions. Tell us who you think the Canucks common enemy should be when you listen to this. Exactly. Um, also interesting connects news this week. So they're back on the road tonight. They're playing. I don't have it on. I don't know. I, I know they're losing, but that's all I know. They're playing the Penguins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think their common enemy should be Travis Hamnick, who is once again, not on the road trip because he's, I guess he's allegedly now has his second shot, but hasn't had it for the full time for the two weeks. So is now missing his second consecutive road trip. Yeah. Honestly, if they're going to like be rude to anybody in the room, they should be shunning him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, obviously, like we do condone bullying as that's exactly what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And what I'm saying is that they need to all king up on Travis Hammond. It's really for his own good. Exactly. Like, pull him out of the, like, anti-vax. Yeah, honestly, the, like, roster move is really funny all the time. It's like, Travis Hamnick has been blown to the Abbotsford Canucks whenever. And he doesn't go. They have to leave to go to the U.S. And then they're like, oh, he was just conveniently banged up for that exact number of games and he didn't play there. This man is getting paid $9 million. If I were Quinn, I would be pissed. I would be so mad. I would be raging. I would love to be. (laughs) I would love to know what like the locker room dynamics are. I don't know if there's actually like, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I would love to know. Mm -hmm. I am nosy. Um, Okay. So the Canucks are bad. Who has been surprisingly good for you? Like throughout the entire NHL? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously like Alberta in general is a shock. And we talked at the beginning of the season about how the Pacific is so pathetic that, like, really anything could happen. Um, And obviously, like, the Flames is very bizarre. They've been killing it. But also, they've been killing it in kind of, like, I mean, they've been killing it, I was going to say, like, kind of in an understated way. But it's just Markstrom. And, like, they're actually playing to how Markstrom, like, deserves to be played around. Yeah. He Um, has more shutouts than the Canucks have wins. That tracks. And that's not to say like that they should have kept him. I still like clearly Thatcher Demko is not the problem here. Yeah. But it's just funny. It's really funny. Um, and then I mean, last night against the stars of all people, the Oilers lost and McDavid broke his 25 game point streak that he was on regular, uh, regular season. Um, but so that's absurd over there. Do you want to talk about the stars? Do you know about the clusterfuck that's happening there? Uh, can we talk about like Rick bonus? Yes, please. <laughs> and like that shit show of it's super weird because so it was, was it Riley Tufts? Was that the player? 
yeah, it was really tough. Okay. So the story, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now, but for context, and- Rick bonus is like notorious for being a player's coach. Like that's his reputation is like, he's a pro player coach. Players love him, which is why I think this was like super weird. Um, but basically like Riley Tufts is from Minnesota. The stars were playing in Minnesota for like the two days before the game. He had been doing media um, on the basis that he was going to be in the lineup. He was going to play. He spent all of his salary from his last paycheck getting called up on tickets for family and friends, like so much so that he had to borrow money from another player to pay for the rest of the tickets. And then like right before the game, he was healthy scratched for no reason. Also, uh, Tuft has diabetes and was in the hospital as a kid. I didn't know that. And he said that he dreamed of playing. He was looking at the arena and dreamed of playing in front of his friends and family while he was in the hospital. Looking at the Wilds arena. Horrible. Yeah, the whole situation was horrible. And then like the press conference that Bonus gave after and the explanation was just like totally tone deaf, like missed he just like he did not seem to really care or get it and it was very weird and they and they lost seven two that night (laughs) like they got spanked it was really bad it was really really bad it's like a very mike babcock type thing to do yeah you're you're exactly right about being such a babcock thing oh my god so that's the really feel-good story um, and the stars are still fucking horrible. They're so bad. So they still beat the Canucks too. Friendly reminder that they also were in the Stanley Cup final two years ago. That was such a fluke though. I feel like overall they've been like, on average, I would say they're bad more often than they're good. Hey, I have a question. Just a hot take. Do you think that the Tampa Bay Lightning's Cups don't count because they played two fluke teams in the finals. Oh, I like this. I don't actually believe this, but this is something that I could argue if I felt like it. Yeah. I think there's always fluke teams, but like those were two really, truly fluke teams. Exactly. They're for sure asterisk cups. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, those seasons technically don't count. And like, obviously, and you beat the stars and the Habs, like, come on, be the real team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what else happened this week? I feel like it's been the longest week in the world. I guess we didn't do one last week. um, So that's probably why, but Mm -hmm. I also do feel like all of time is just blending together. (laughs) That is really true. I think that um, the sun going down early is like fucking with me. Yeah. Um, the Ducks have been good, like shockingly good. The Pacific in general has been surprisingly better than I thought they would be. Like I was a hundred, I was like, I came into the season being like, the Canucks might make the playoffs because this division is trash and they have not in fact been playing like trash, which is like good for my entertainment, bad for my Canucks fandom. Yeah. The only 
team in the Pacific that's worse than Canucks is the Kraken, who are building. Yeah. Everybody that's- thought that like they would be good because, well, that was before they had the expansion draft. <laughs> Everybody thought they were going to be good because the Golden Knights had such like a fluke also. Everything is a fluke in hockey, I guess. Um, but people weren't going to get like, GMs weren't going to let that happen again. I don't understand like what happened with the expansion draft with Vegas, but yeah, nobody was thinking clearly. They had like such an opportunity. I Vegas probably did ruin it for them though. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like extra cautious. Yeah, I don't like feel... It is nice to have that cushioning down at the bottom of the Pacific, but... I don't like blame them for being bad. Like the Kraken being bad is not even remotely the same as the Canucks being bad because it is their first year in the league. And how long have we been rebuilding with Benning? Eight years. I guess if you want to like give him the benefit of the doubt for the first few years, I'd say like five or six at least. Okay. So do you think somebody's going to get fired this week? No. Do you think somebody's going to get fired tonight? <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting fired tonight. I think if they lose like three or four games on the road trip, I think someone gets fired. But yeah. I think it'll take, I don't know how it will take more, but it will take more. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you don't want to fire them when they have to like go back to their place. Yeah. You don't have to book another flight. <laughs> They're so bad. It's so brutal. They're not even, like, it's not even fun to watch. Like, there are teams where they lose every night, but it's entertaining. And I would say that was actually where the Canucks were probably two seasons ago. Like, they were still kind of a bubble team, but, like, they were at least fun. Mm -hmm. Now there's just, like, they don't even play well. Like, there's no effort. There's just nothing. Just avoid. Um. All right. Um. Speaking so, of horrible, should we talk about the jerseys? Okay. Yeah. Um. Which horrible are you talking about? Uh, the the new. Jerseys. Okay, I thought you were going to talk about the Brodeur jersey. Also, also horrible. Okay, let's start with the Brodeur jersey. Okay. Which. For some reason, they didn't hire like a graphic designer, anybody who works in the field. <laughs> they were like, let's just get Burn Burger to make this jersey. Um, and it does not look good. Actually, like, I think that it might look okay on the ice, but they make such like a big deal about everything. And I think that since also hockey jerseys, like, I know we've talked about this before and like how I wish that they had more like fun, like gimmicky ones like baseball do. It would be different if they were just like, oh, these are just some one-off that we're wearing. Like we're wearing one time, but like it's like in a collection of various things. They are wearing them one time, which is the stadium series, right? Or the winter classic. I think it's a stadium. Some outdoor game. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Somebody made the comment that they are, 
the Blackhawks are somehow still playing in the winter classic because they look like a Blackhawks jersey. Um, kind of. They just say jersey on them. Which also everyone has made fun I of really them enjoyed for that. the Supreme <laughs> off-white situation. I don't think that's Supreme. I think it's just off-white. Anyway, they're all black. People get really excited about all black. They want all black jerseys and think they're going to always look cool. You need to add some other design elements. <laughs> I don't know. I What I really enjoyed about it was um, the Steve Dangle merch that they dropped yesterday. <laughs> that was like shirt and like, I think it hat. <laughs> I thought that was well done. Like quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, so somebody else they're not a, great. No, they're not great. Somebody else. I don't think they're as bad as people are making them out to be. No. But I think that since they are so supposed to be special, they should have tried a little bit more and hired somebody real. Yeah. They could have consulted him. I mean, I pro- think they do mean they consulted him, but still. It's like when you watch the videos of the Canucks designing hats and they're always like so bad. I don't even know the last time someone made a hat I liked. It's just like the shirt, the shirt on the hat. This is not your strong suit. Yeah. There's a reason you play hockey for a living. Um, but I want to know who okay, designed so the Olympic the jerseys. All- Oh yeah. Okay. So I was saying that people are way too into the all black look, which is also a big problem with the hockey Canada jerseys. Um, Well, technically it's the Canadian hockey ones because hockey Canada, they can't use it. Georgia informed me that they used to use the hockey Canada ones. And then the like Olympic committee was like, you can't just use your like hockey body. You have to make new ones. And they were like, fine. Anyway. So now they have these new ones that they just launched for the Olympics um I think the thirds are the all black ones but they still don't look great yeah it also doesn't look anything like a maple leaf I don't know what kind of plant it is but it's not a maple leaf some like pedantic botanists were like that's actually this kind of leaf um yeah, I mean, like, there is the issue of wanting to not make it look too much like the Maple Leafs jersey. Yeah. Which, obviously, it's not going to, because you're not going to make it blue. But, <laughs> like, it's it's a weird-looking leaf. <laughs> it doesn't look right. No, it and doesn't. Then, and it, that's all it's on it. It doesn't say, like, Canada anywhere it's also really weird like how much black there is in all of the jerseys considering that's not actually Canadian colors at all like it's red and white Mm -hmm. there is no black in the flag I don't think they've had a good jersey like since 2010 and I'm not just saying that because like they were based in Vancouver I think that was actually like genuinely a nice jersey yeah um And I will say that, like, I understand that, like, I think that I, one of my critiques is that it's not that creative. And I understand that, like, a hockey jersey is not where they're going to be the most creative out of their, like, designing team uniforms and stuff. But I feel like they could have done better 
and it's just so boring. And speaking of boring, the U.S. launched theirs today, and they're boring. <laughs> um, nothing really like happened. Which, but I, they're not like comically bad, like the Canada ones. I mean, they just are basically. They say they have like they're blue. They're two different shades of blue. They have two. Like the third is like I think the main ones are then like navy, and then the third one's like a brighter blue. And then they have like their white one, obviously, and it has like a band. It says like USA or whatever. And I do think that they're better than Hockey Canada ones just because um, I'm a hater. But also, I do think they are. They're better because also like it extends on the arms. Yeah. And I think that there have been, I don't really like the like toothpaste flag one of the USA jerseys, but obviously I do really like the diagonal USA ones. Um, but I wish that they went more in like that direction, but I understand that you can't like be aggressively retro all the time. I'm just looking at them. Yeah, they're pretty boring. They're pretty boring. I did actually like the, um, I think it was Sochi that had like the shield one. Yeah. In the US, I liked those. I liked those ones too. Um, but I feel like they always do a better job with like the world junior jerseys than they do with the Olympic jerseys. I think they're more likely to take risks there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is why they're more. These almost these kind of remind me of soccer jerseys. Yeah, for I don't sure. Know why? But that was my first thought when I saw them. I was like, this looks like a soccer jersey. Anyway, so these might not get worn. Yep. <laughs> um, literally, Joe Biden heard that they were gonna like put Seth. Jones in our first D pairing and he was like what they're doing in China politically is too bad (laughs) we can't do it we can't go okay but I mean we're too bad the thing is that actually the U.S. is like pretty mediocre to bad at the Winter Olympics that that's why Joe Biden was like we can't go yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't boycott the Summer Olympics we would never boycott the Summer Olympics we're too good (laughs) but but it's like the Winter Olympics we don't really care Except that's not true because we're really good in snowboarding. That's true. The U.S. is really good at snowboarding. But um, other than that, pretty hit or miss. Which is also, I mean, what I would, what I'm looking for, actually, speaking of like boycotts in general, I'm looking for the U.S. to um, boycott the Qatar World Cup um, because like a lot of like the... Uh, arenas and stuff were made under like unsafe conditions and I do like really genuinely uh, think that there's a problem with that and also the men's team is not going to qualify so we need to say that we're not going before they don't invite us (laughs) um here's a question what's up what what's more offensive the the reasons for boycotting Beijing or Amy Jones's Twitter account. <laughs> Amy Jones Twitter rant: If we do boycott Beijing, is gonna be like the most like racist thing you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Like she's gonna say like some genuinely like deranged shit. Like, she's going to, like, use, like, antiquated slurs you, like, haven't heard of since, like, the Chinese Exclusion Act. It's a high bar. I know. 
she's got like full like she had like a, a tweet this week or she liked a tweet this week that was like comparing blm to the kkk which just like i mean it it's starting to make sense why she sends her kids all their hate mail after they play like all of this is consistent behavior actually yeah um, i just like can't get over like i know we've discussed it before but i can't get over how crazy it is to have your mom send you mean things about you no <laughs> like that's not what your mom's supposed to do your mom's supposed to be nice to you exactly it's like they go out of their way to not read it and she goes out of her way to make sure they do it's so bizarre um what else have there been any other soap operas this week i feel like it's been a relatively quiet week for that nhl shockingly finally okay well let's pivot into it is american thanksgiving yes and in honor of Mallory being American, we're going to talk about American Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about American Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about American hockey players. Yes. Um, who aren't going to get their time to shine. Um, or is their time to get embarrassed by Connor McDavid on the ice in Beijing? I actually love American Thanksgiving. So, like, my uncle lives in Detroit, and he well not like Detroit Detroit he lives like in Michigan and he so I used to go visit him when I was living in Montreal I would go for American Thanksgiving every year so I actually like I love it and I miss it that's so funny because I'm very like I feel like I my family doesn't like do like Thanksgiving like super big or anything like I mean like we'll usually go over like my like both my like families are like relatively large anyway so we don't like have that like sit down one or anything. Um, and also I'm a vegetarian, so I don't have like any turkey opinions really. I also ham. just don't like turkey. I'm not vegetarian, but I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that it is like a, it is a great, side dishes are the main, main thing of Thanksgiving. Okay. So this is our fun American Thanksgiving segment that we're going to do, um, which is that we're going to take lists of uh, side dishes <laughs> and then just assign American hockey players to them with no thought really behind them at all. <laughs> um, for, so to start with, I am going to say my favorite. I, I don't know if this is actually my favorite of, but like general side dish this is also if i have to go to like friends givings and stuff i will bring this a lot of times which is corn casserole i love corn corn casserole casserole. um if you are uninformed it is cornbread like a can of corn creamed corn (laughs) regular corn (laughs) what else is it and then you just pour it on a pan um it's great and so my american hockey player i'm assigning that to is um Brock Besser um because he's also kind of my favorite and um he has hair that's like corn I was gonna say are you assigning it because his hair is corn colored his hair is corn colored you know like the silks the corn silks when you're like husking corn that's Brock Besser's hair um and also he's from Minnesota and 
Minnesota loves casseroles as well. So that is my, that is my pick for that one. Um, Sam, what do you have for our cranberry sauce? Come up with some ridiculous, anything you want. I feel like cranberry sauce is, I don't like cranberry sauce, but I know like some people do. So I'm trying to figure out like who I don't like, who some other people might like. Um, I would say cranberry sauce is. Cranberry sauce is. I want to say Dylan Strom, except he's not American. He's not American. I was going to say cranberry sauce is Austin Matthews. That works. It's like arguably a highlight and like people do really like it, but like it does come out of a can and is kind of boring. <laughs> That's extremely on point. The other person who like might fit the, uh, maybe Noah Hannafin for kind of like similar reasons but like not as good or not as much of a highlight. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let me get to my list of um, classic Thanksgiving side dishes that I'm referencing. <laughs> I'm not referencing, I'm not referencing a list of American hockey players. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? The side dishes. Okay. Um, we have mashed potatoes, stuffing, sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole. I love green bean casserole. Okay. Do you have anything for any of these people? Uh, green bean casserole would be like, I think green bean casserole is Eric Johnson. It's like, <laughs> it's, I feel like it's kind of older. Like it's like a classic and it's like good, but People who love it really love it, but it's kind it's kind of just there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's solid. Aaron Johnson. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think for the sweet potato casserole, complete with the marshmallow topping. Who that could be? Who is the assigned? Troy Terry. Okay. Why? I feel like he's like, he's funny. (laughs) And I feel like the marshmallows are fun. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that's as good of a reason as we've given for anything else. I was like, who's kind of like a marshmallow? Oh, Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel. Okay. Sweet potato casserole with marshmallows. That's actually, yes. Okay. Okay, so this is very scientific. This is super scientific. Also, who is our who's the like turkey situation? Dry is a lot of the criticism of various people's turkey. Uh, what else? Oh wait, we were inside dishes. I'm puts sorry. Puts you to sleep. Puts you to sleep, but still, if you have one, if you don't, cut it. Um, who's really boring? <laughs> I'm literally Googling most boring U.S. hockey players. 
Ooh, Ryan Suter. Boring, old, and no one really likes him. That's a turkey. That works. One for the Hugheses. I feel like all of the, I know we were, we've apparently abandoned side dishes as our exclusive parameter. I feel like they're all different pies. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to assign pies currently now. I think Jack is pumpkin. Because it's like, Jack is pumpkin. I think that yeah. Luke is yam, like sweet potato pie. Yeah. Because the thing is that I view him as more, even though like he's also a defenseman, I view him as more similar to Jack. I agree. Um, and then I think that Quinn, I like, depending on how nice I'm feeling, like I was going to say apple, but then I was like, actually, pecan. <laughs> oh, he's totally pecan. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's apple pie because apple pie, like I like apple pie. And I was like, no, he's pecan. No, he's, he's definitely pecan. pecan. Yeah. This is this has been our new segment comparing comparing players. Yeah, please let us know just any what do we we don't have any parameters here. Oh wait, okay, wait. So, sorry, I was going to finish the segment, but I'm not because we haven't assigned Eichel. Oh, mashed potatoes <laughs> I feel like you're right you're correct it's like a star dish it can be really good <laughs> when it's when made it's poorly bad, it's bad yes <laughs> but right. yeah feel free to send us your your comparisons and I'm also if you don't like our parameters for and you're like actually uh you really left out this one player that's obviously sweet potato casserole. We're like, we believe you. We believe you. Give us your explanation. Yeah. I'm sure you're right. Okay. Anyway, so I guess that's what we got for you. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, this has this has been a week. Um, to wrap up, Mel, who's your who's your star this week? Um, my star this week is oh, okay, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. My star this week is Lewis Hamilton. Um, he won the guitar Grand Prix and he had a gay little helmet while he was doing it. And I say gay little helmet, <laughs> literally the description, it was a pride flag. I'm not just saying that it was gay for no reason. Um, that's a good one. Mine is in honor of Mallory and American Thanksgiving, it's going to be Connor McDavid. Who's not American, but I associate with Mallory. Um, he had another really sick goal in the last week. And also he's in architectural digest, just getting straight up roasted again. And I love that for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super good. Um, so that's this week's episode. If you're in the U.S., I hope you are having a lovely holiday week. And uh, use some of that holiday time to leave us a review. Exactly. And catch up with us anywhere on the web. In all of our various places. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. That's all we got. Bye. Bye. I don't even know how to stop recording.
stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>